the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. Your saints, Merry Christmas. Tonight we heard from Isaiah that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. Now darkness can be a scary thing. It's common for children to be afraid of the dark, where the imagination runs wild, right? Since in the darkness, there could be endless possibilities of things that could hurt them. There could be monsters under the bed, and those strange noises coming from the basement had to come from something, right? But really, we know that the darkness itself is not what is truly feared, since darkness is actually nothing in itself. What causes fear is what could be lurking in the darkness. We don't want our children wandering around sketchy places at night, since there could be people wanting to harm them in the darkness. Even walking in the darkness creates fear, crashing into things, or stepping in holes, or the worst fear of all, walking into a spider web. The point is, darkness causes fear because you don't know what's there. Darkness represents the fear of the unknown, and the unknown is terrifying for us. It's not just physically that we experience this darkness, but the fear of the unknown creeps into every aspect of our lives and robs us of joy. You know plenty of that kind of darkness, where your mind finds plenty to fear in the unknown what-ifs of life. What if you lose your job? What about health insurance? What if inflation gets really bad and your retirement evaporates? What will happen if you or your spouse gets sick this year? Or your parents? What will happen to the family if dad dies this year? What will we do about mom's situation? Because we've got to make a decision on what to do. What if my kids get into trouble? Or if they wander from the faith? What if persecution comes our way? What will we do then? Yes, we know the darkness of uncertainty all too well. The shepherds, keeping watch over their flocks by night on that first Christmas, knew that kind of darkness too. Now, I've made the case before that the shepherds were a somewhat disrespected and lowly group of guys. Smelly, sleeping outside, they were gruff, and they were potentially given to rowdy behavior when they came into town. I still think that that's true, but tonight I'd like for us to consider a different aspect of the shepherds, that is, their humanity, simply their humanity, that they are more than just helpful characters to complete the nativity scene, but these were real guys with real lives, that they were just like us, and so they had fears of the unknown darkness of life, just like you do. Some might have had a wife and children. 
Perhaps their marriages weren't doing so well and they were stressing over what to do, asking the other shepherds for advice. Maybe their children were having some health trouble and they didn't know how to handle it or how they could afford it. That was on their minds constantly that night as they were shepherding. What if the shepherding business slows down this year? And if it did, could this shepherd feed his family and keep them warm? Some of them might have been without much family, facing loneliness and depression, fearing what would happen to them if health declined or their job was lost. Perhaps they had political concerns, fearing what might happen if Caesar started taking more of their freedoms or their money. After all, only a few months after this night, Herod would have all the baby boys killed in Bethlehem, which would have meant that some of these same shepherds with baby boys back at home would lose their sons in a matter of months, murdered by the government. So they likely had political worries, to put it lightly. Add to that their sin and shame, guilt from their youth that plagued their memories and for which they feared punishment, consequences of actions they wish they'd never done. Will wrath come? Words they couldn't get back? Actions they regretted? Yes, these shepherds are just like us. Like us, they knew what it was to walk in the darkness of fear. On those dwelling in deep darkness, says Isaiah, on them a light has shined. And so that first Christmas, the shepherds who walked in darkness were overcome with fear when the glory of God and the angel choirs appeared. Then they heard the best Christmas sermon of all time, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. But it's not just for all the people. That's not good enough. The angels were more specific. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Yes, you, simple, lowly, gruff shepherds, everyday Joe shepherd, Nothing special to the world, nothing impressive to the eye, but to you, God brings this good news first. You were in darkness, but no longer. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And at that, they ran to Bethlehem as fast as they could to find that Savior. Faith runs to Jesus where he has placed himself. And so these shepherds went with haste, found Jesus, and rejoiced that they had seen their Savior. Then what? Having marveled at God having become man to be their Savior, what did they do next? Verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. They returned. That is, they went back to shepherding. They went home, back to life. 
back to family, back to sickness, back to difficult decisions about what to do if, back to uncertainties of life, back to bills, back to work, back to stress. Nothing had changed, but everything was different. They returned, no longer as those living in fear in the darkness, but they returned to life with light. A Savior had been born to them. They had hope for their despair. They had certainty of a Savior rescuing them from sin and death in the midst of uncertainty. And so it is for you and me. We live in a dark world, a world searching for something to give meaning and purpose, a hopeless world full of uncertainty and fear abounds. These past couple of years have certainly made that clear. But like the shepherds, we return to life. Nothing's changed, but everything is different. We no longer wander around in uncertain darkness and hopelessness, for we have the sure and certain hope of a Savior who was born to us. He is your Savior, who died for those in deep darkness. Even tonight, he shines his light into your life of darkness and fears. Your Jesus is with you. He has baptized you into his name, and he promised to be with you always. That means that you don't stumble through this dark valley alone, but the Lord of life is with you. He has overcome all that would bring you harm in the darkness, all those things that bring fear. His death has overcome the sickness and death of your mom or dad, your spouse or your child. In fact, their death is why he died, that they would have life just as he lives. The Lord who provides for the birds of the air will take care of you too. So why fear the what if of joblessness? Why fear the kings of this world? They are but mortal and they will wither and decay. Put your trust in the Lord of heaven and earth. He will abide with you. Your sins have been died for and your shame has been covered. For unto you is born a savior. Your Jesus will not leave you alone in the darkness of your fears. He's your Emmanuel, God with you. He'll be with you whatever comes. The darkness cannot win, for wherever the light goes, the darkness flees. Like the shepherds, let us run with haste to this Savior, where he has placed himself for us as he gives himself to us in his true body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins. And like the shepherds, let us return to our life with our Savior as our light in the darkness, our Jesus who ends fear and places his light on our lips that we might shine it to this dark world. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand for prayer.